<laughs> just Joe wandering in. Oh, yeah, that'd be so spooky, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so, right. Well, we're going to try this again. Uh, we already tried this once. Didn't work. So uh, this is me, Grace and Robin introducing this podcast that you're about to listen to. Say hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. Uh, hi, Grace. Hi, Grace. Very nice. Well done. All cling cling. Uh, so, yeah, you're about to listen to the news read by Robin and Grace, and then a chat about autism stuff uh, to do with sensory differences and also masking. Do you remember talking about that, Robin? Vaguely, yeah. Vaguely, yeah. Good. Do you remember talking about that, Grace? Yeah. Do you remember every single word you said? No, I'm not that kind of autistic. You don't have the memory for your own words. No, I'm the same. I quite often forget just what I've said. You're not that kind of autistic. I'm not that autistic. I'm not autistic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not autistic. You are. That's why we got you to talk about these things. This is true. This is true. Andrew. We also get your input on these things because you know a lot about it. Because <laughs> Grace decided I have it. Well, I might, but I haven't been diagnosed. But I do know a lot about it, having spent a lot of time around autistic people and reading about that stuff. Um, yeah. Well, we hope you enjoy it. I'm sure Grace also hopes uh, that you enjoy it. Do you hope they enjoy it? Yeah. Um, hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you. Robin, do you hope they enjoy it? I hope they can tolerate it. <laughs> they can tolerate it. I'm sure they'll tolerate it. Tolerate it. It, was, it was good. It was interesting. I found it interesting. I found it interesting listening back to it, in fact. So we hope you enjoy the news, followed by a discussion about autism, all with Robin and Grace, and bits of me popping up every now and then. Why not? So uh, enjoy this, the Reach Project Southwest CIC podcast. That was very loud. <laughs> and now, for the enjoyment of your ear holes, the Reach Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is the Reach Podcast. First one back, September 2022. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, good. I've got Robin and Grace with me. I'll introduce them properly in a minute. I'll say hello to Robin because uh, I can see him right there. How are you, Robin? I'm okay, thank you. Good. Glad to be back. Nice summer. I, I suppose I'm glad to be back and, uh, yeah, nice summer, save for the heat. Yes, it was very hot at times. Uh, in a minute, you can sort of share any news that you've got. Uh, I'm also joined by Grace, who is sort of sharing a mic. So hi, Grace. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> How was your summer? It was good. Um, busy. Very too warm. I don't do warm. I do autumn, winter, where it's cold and Mood. there's jumpers. Yeah. So I didn't love it. I probably drank too much. Spent a lot of time with my friends. Went to the beach a lot. It's my birthday, hence the drinking too much. I guess that happens sometimes on birthdays. Mm. Well, that's good. So what we're here for today is to do the Reach News. Cue theme tune. And Robin and Grace are going to read the news for us today. Because we've only got two mics, I'm going to stop talking in a second and then just... You're right. Just <laughs> let Robin and Grace go through the news. They've got a little list in front of them and they're going to do that beautifully for us, I am sure, with all sorts of mistakes and hiccups and problems. Grace, you said you had hiccups. So. I think they're gone now. They're gone. Oh, that's you good. You scared them out of her. 
So I'm going to pass you over to Robin and Grace, who will start, I think, with their own news and then on to the news for the farm. Off you go. Whoever's going to go first? I suppose you better decide that. Robin, Grace, who wants to go first? You want to share your news, Robin? Uh, my news, um, I guess over the summer, it was just a gen- <laughs> normal general time, just like a... Went out and took some photos occasionally, got a new phone as an early birthday present because it was well needed. <laughs> Been playing Xenoblade and yeah, keeping busy in my own ways really, just doing what I can. <laughs> That's fair. That sounds like a nice summer. It was good, but it was stressful in ways too. I can imagine. I had my birthday, my 21st, which nice. was good fun. Um, thank you, Andrew. Um, <laughs> I thought you'd left the room. That really scared me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was good fun. I spent a portion of it sat on the floor because I did it at my local pub and um, they brought their dog downstairs from their flat and I just sat on the floor and cuddled the dog for like half an hour and just didn't talk to anyone. It was brilliant. Um, and then I lied on the floor with the dog and got stuck and one of my mates had to get me off the floor. But my main news is that in October I start my access course for my OU degree so I can start my degree next October. Which is exciting. Nice. Awesome. Being a what? Being what? Uh, what, uh, what, to be a what? Oh, the being degree is going to be in psychology. Hopefully being a human or whatever the heck you identify as. I'm not here to judge. Remaining as human. Psychology. Nice. Psychology. Because I've got brain. So yeah. <laughs> Should have fooled me. Well, hey, I mean, at least one of us here has a brain. Oh my god, right, okay. Um, yeah, it's not me or you, Robin. No. No. <laughs> Should we do dates first? I think that's a good idea. Okay. Well, we're back today, and we were back yesterday, and we were back the day before. So we're here until the last day of term is the 21st of October, which is a Friday. Um, obviously, if you come in on a Tuesday, the 18th will be your last day, and it's sort of. Um, in between. I think it's quite self explanatory, but there we go. Um, and then we're back on the 8th of November, but obviously if, you ba- if you're back on a Wednesday, you won't be back on the 8th, you'll be back on the 9th. It's all on the website in the calendar. Nice. Did you do that? I did. Took did ages. It? No. <laughs> it was all right. It's just a bit... I had my audio book on so that I didn't go crazy because I hate Google calendars. So, yeah, we did. I did that. So, yeah, we're back in November. Uh, and then our last day of term... It's the 21st of December, which is a Wednesday. So the week before is the last Thursday and Friday. And then we're in Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're shut for two weeks over Christmas. And then nice. we're back on the 10th of January for the new year. Which is the Tuesday. Which is the Tuesday. Um, and then I guess we'll do the term dates for that term. Yes, that's fine. We can do the rest of the other dates for the year after... After that, but if you want to know more, they're on the website, as you said. They are all on the website. Great. Oh, happy birthday, this song's just for you. Except when we rewrite it for the others too. You can have a fun disco, but here's a song. Whether you're in the mood or not, we still can't afford to buy you a bus. So you'll have to spend your birthday here with us. Birthdays. Birthdays. Go on. Robin? Whose birthdays there are? Ash, some weird person named Robin, and uh, Jenny, and. Oh, well, Jordan's coming up in uh, November. Yes. 
So, so for September. So, is, so yours is. Mine is September, as Ooh. is Ash's, as is. Uh, I think Jenny's. Jenny's is September as well. Oh, um, We've got three new Reach members coming in the next few weeks, and we're not sure when their birthdays are, so we need to check that their birthdays aren't coming up. But other than that, there are no birthdays until January. Wow. So, as far as we know, Robin, Jenny, Ash, and then Jordan. Yeah. So quickly jumping in just to make sure that we have covered everyone's birthdays because I do not want to miss anyone. So in September, we should have said happy birthday to Ash, Robin and Freddie and also Jenny. And then in October, we say happy birthday to Sophie, Fran and Martin. And then in November, we say happy birthday to Jordan and Marley. And at the moment, we've got no birthdays in December. So happy birthday to all of those. Uh, Sorry if we missed them the first time round. Happy birthday, this song's just for you. Except when we write it for the others too. At this special time, we all want to say many happy returns and happy birthday. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! Excellent. So, how, how many years young are you this time, Robin? Uh, just twenty-six. Twenty-six. <laughs> All those years ago. Bit older than me. Mm, half yeah. a decade. Yeah. I would feel old, but I I don't really care. <laughs> I feel old. Twenty-one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Our stairs at home aren't very steep. The stairs at my friends where I'm staying at the minute are, and when I walked up the stairs this morning, it sounded like Rice Krispies. <laughs> my knees. Is that because you left them lying on the floor? No, my knees are a bit dodgy. Oh, crackly knees already? Crackly knees, and I'm 21. Ah, I get those are fun, they are. You do dynamic stretches. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I need to get the Nintendo. Yeah, the ring foot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it helps. It's actually quite fun. Mm, it's exercise. Um, <laughs> Chris doesn't seem convinced. Well, you don't have to do a lot, I mean. I wouldn't do any. Fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have got a date for the Christmas fair. You! You're so loud. <laughs> sorry, and I'm sat right next to you. So sorry. You destroyed the microphone, Andrew. Well done. <laughs> um, it's probably pinked and I'm not even sat in front of it. Yeah, it has. Uh, the Christmas fair is the 19th of November. Lovely. So we'll have stuff. Saturday. It is a Saturday. There'll be stuff for sale. There will be, there's usually refreshments and stuff. There, it's So the summer one, we always do our presentation. We don't tend to do that at Christmas, but there will be the marquee again. Mm. I know because I booked it with the marquee guy yesterday. Cool. Which means we have a lot more space to display stuff um, and we can have more people in a space together, which would be nice. Um, going to do some music. And yeah, there's going to be some music. Christmas music, I guess? Well, mostly Christmas. Right. I think actually, with the exception of one at the moment, I think all of it's Christmas. Oh, two. But everything else is Christmas. Okay. Mariah... Sing along with some carols, eh? Mariah Carey is defrosting. Yep, we're defrosting Mariah Carey. Nat King Cole. Oh, yes, that's one. We're going to do a couple of carols people sing along to, a couple of other songs that might have pop tunes that people will know that are Christmassy. So that'll be fun. Fun. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Some inappropriate ones, maybe? No. no. Oh. Not the one, not the fairy tale in New York, then. I don't think we're going to do that one this time, no. I know some people do like that, but we're not doing that one. <laughs> not, not, the, not the song Walking in a Winter Wonderland where it's walking around in women's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
No, to us, edit who, that bit who out. You gave him a microphone. You did. Um, <laughs> you gave me my own one, so you two were sharing for some reason. Yeah. It's because I forgot the third one. But it's fine, this is fine. Carry on, sorry, Grace. So, have, did you have a tour yesterday when you came in? Uh, no. I didn't either. Um, because yeah. most people had a tour. Uh, have, I think they haven't had a tour this morning. If today was their first day back, or yesterday, or tomorrow, or Tuesday. Um, of a couple of bits and bobs around the project that have been built or updated or are being built. I didn't have a tour because I was in my office and one of the places is about five metres from my office so I could see it. And obviously you come in a little bit later Mm. so you you wouldn't have been in that group that had a tour. But there is in the dairy, which is where my office is, there is a IT room being built. Do you know about this? I think I heard something about it. Uh, so it's going to be a space for making desktop computers. Cool. My one's going to be the first one to be made in there because the laptop I'm using at the moment, the trackpad doesn't work. And yesterday I came in and switched it on and it just stopped. So I had to get Mark to fix it. So mine is <laughs> on the top of the list. Um, oh boy. Because administration does require a computer. Well, it helps. It, this, it, it, helps yeah. it? it helps to have something you can use. Especially yeah, if you're being asked to type stuff up and your computer most doesn't of my job. do that. And then I believe that we're having a false ceiling put in the mosaic room, which is lower stable. Yes. Or under, but lower stable. So it's a more usable space because currently it's very cold. Yes, they're trying to make it warmer. So it can be usable. Yeah. And not it, it might get used as a freezing. base in the future. Oh, cool. But I'm not. But that might change. You never know here. <laughs> you never know, exactly. Things change all the time. Oh, someone's feeding the goats. Oh, that's I can nice. I hear them. Good old goatos. That's so cute. Okay, COVID updates. We are not using uh, temperature measures anymore. No, we've been told that that is a sort of false read, really. So we're still doing, some of us are still doing COVID tests, though. Uh, And people can still wear face masks if it makes them more comfortable, but it's no longer a requirement, requirement, uh, which is nice. And it's nice not to have to come in and do temperatures every morning. We now do a signing in so we know who's in and who's not. It's nice that those things are a little bit more relaxed now. Yeah, we've still got hand sanitizers. Oh, we're st- hand sanitizers, fogging, signs up everywhere to say, wash your hands and yeah. sort of keep your distance. Not as much, but just sort of personal space, yeah. really. And we're still doing the air quality sensor things. Yes. So we're keeping on top of things, and these are things that I imagine will stay in place relatively permanently, which is good, especially the air quality sensor and the air cleaner, just for the general health of the people at the project staff updates well we haven't really got any new staff i guess katie is the newest and she's been here a while now but Teresa and sandra and our managers of the project so that mary can focus more on admin stuff for the project and Teresa and sandra do the kind of more on the ground day-to-day stuff mary's still very much involved like she can't not be she lives here but um it's trying to make her more available for that kind of stuff it's just so that if on the day, whereas before everyone would contact Mary if there was a problem with getting in or they were ill or something, now it's Sandra or Teresa you contact instead. As I said earlier, we're going to have some new REACH members, one of whom is a REACH member who's returning. So we've got Lilibet is going to be a new REACH member. I went to school with her, she's very nice. Marley is coming back. I went to school with his sister. And then a young man called Tom, who will be joining us in due course. And his mum is a very good family friend of ours. So I know everyone. 
You know everyone. I know everyone. So yeah, we're looking forward to having some new people up here. Over the next five or six weeks, we will be having Jake move on. Yes. He is going to New Zealand. We don't talk about that. We don't know. That's going to be sad. It's, it's going, going to be, be really sad. sad. There's going to be I'm, a very big hole. I got the wrong impression when you said that Jake is going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> I meant as in out of the country. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it's going to be. We're going to try and do some celebratory things with him. I think. Yeah. Mm. He's um, moving to New but Zealand he will be time. very missed. There'll mm. be very big boots to fill. Well, not that anyone will fill them. He'll come back at some point. But it will be quieter. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. will be quieter. <laughs> we'll miss that laugh. Oh God, yeah. I have, to, I have to record it and set it as someone's ringtone. Oh my God. And where we've got a, it's on one of the podcasts. I'm sure I can probably clip it out and make it a ringtone. So I'll make it mine. We so can put it on the Reach Shop and people can download gonna say. it. You could download Jake's laugh on the Reach Shop. I'll ask Mark. We'll do that. That she would be that. really funny. Oh my Jake's I'd laugh. do that. I'd um, for it. That yeah, is a great I idea. Was. I'm going to make a note to myself. Oh <laughs> I'll make it my notification song. Yeah. Um, oh. Is there anything else happening? I mean, we'll probably do some Halloween-y stuff. Yeah. Which will be good fun. Mm. When that comes round. I'm looking forward to Cozy... I mean, I'm wearing a Cozy Jumper now. And there's a possibility that they will be being sold at the Christmas Open Day. I will maybe make some well, for that, the Open Day. exact one. Not this exact one, because this is mine. Okay. Um, <laughs> but others that have been made. But yeah, cosy jumpers and candles and hot chocolates and fires. On purpose fires, not like Mars. arson. Is. On purpose not arson. fires. Well, like in a fireplace, not just like... Oh, not arson. Not arson. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, we're trying to update the online shop. So there will be some By new we, Christmas products. Do you mean... Me. You and Mark. Mark gives Mark me a list and I put it on there. There you go. So we just created a little Christmas tree, a little wooden Christmas tree with lights. Which it's very cute. Although Andrew is not happy with me and Sandra because we both said could it have a star on top and he went, really? Yeah, really. It's going to make it really complicated because I'm going to have to cut out a load of um, sharp star shapes. I couldn't say that. Star shapes. You can order laser cut ones online. They're really cheap. Well, it's not really that hard to cut out a star, is it? I mean, you fold a piece of paper over and you just. Andre? Yeah, probably not. Stop complaining. Not complaining. I'm just saying it would have been easier just to leave it as it is. People can add their own things to the top of their tree. And do you think they're going to? No. No, because it's beautiful as it is. No, it needs a star. Fine. I will sort some stars. We don't do things by halves. Well, maybe we do, but we try not to. I I have been clearing out a lot of the old art stuff in the dairy, and there's lots of half-finished things in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. Well, thank you. I'll just get myself in front of the mic a bit better. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Robin, for beautiful news chat there. Uh, we will be doing three newses this year, hopefully. So one now, which takes us through to Christmas, one in January-ish, which will take us through to Easter, and then one after Easter, which will take us through to the summer-August break again. So it will include all the dates, the birthdays, and like we have today, any updates we can give you. If you want to know more then you can email us here at the farm and the emails are online www.reachsw.co.uk and the reach if you weren't aware is two c's r-e-a-c-c-h-s-w most people listening will know that some might not if they are new to the podcast uh so Um, also you can only listen to the podcast on the website Well done. Good point. If you're on, <laughs> if you're listening to I this, I guess if you were to redirect someone to the website, <laughs> and they wouldn't do to it. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you, people do that all the time. They don't. They say, yeah, go to our website. It's like, well, I'm on your website. 
So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's been a great little news section. Uh, I will, I uh, will say goodbye. So, uh, say bye, Robin. Bye, Robin. Say bye, Grace. Bye, Grace. And bye from me, Andrew, for this, the Reach Project Southwest CIC podcast news. Cue theme tune. Welcome to the this, the this, the this, this, this. It's been one of those days. Yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Reach Project Southwest CIC podcast. I am joined today. I'm still Andrew, just so you know. And I'm joined today by Grace. Hi, Grace. Hi, Andrew. And I'm joined by Robin. Hi, Robin. Konnichiwa, Andrew. Oh, very nice. Good French. Um, hey. <laughs> hey. I know it's not French. It's Japanese. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and good for that. I'd got that wrong. I'd have been attacked. Yeah, bien, by Andrew. Bien. Ah, Trey's. Trey's bien. Right. So, similar to the last time me, Robin, and Grace were together, we are going to chat a bit about things to do with autism. It's been a bit of a crazy day today here because we've got people visiting, having training from City College, 14-odd people which has disrupted us slightly with change to our schedules. So Not in this autistic. case. Because this, yes, well, I had to go into a different room for my music, which threw me off. Yeah, that was true. My schedule has been different all day because I've been doing stuff for the training all day. You have been helping a so lot. So my brain now feels like a pile of mashed potato, but now I do know what I'm having for tea. Mash, mashed potato. Mashed potato. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you clarified that because I was wondering if you were going to say something. Pile of brain. Yeah. So you call that brain food. Brain food. It is brain no, food. Brain food. I like the idea of um, mashed potato being slightly like brain. Yeah, it's it sounds not like dissimilar. A very silly sort of horror game, I guess. I mean, I guess if you took the time with a lump of mashed potato to shape it, you probably could... Make it look like a brain. You probably could make it look like a brain. Yeah. So then you actually would be eating a brain that looked like... Mashed, uh, a mashed brain potato made, that looked like yeah. brain, as opposed to the other way around. A mashed potato brain. That's what I've got today, anyway. Uh, mashed potato. Um, Grace is that, but you also have that a little bit, because you uh, did your first big trip out, didn't you? You went to London. I, I did. I went to London for five days. I did loads of London-y stuff. I caught a, the tube at rush hour, which was... Bonkers. Horrific. No, it wasn't that bad. I actually didn't mind it. Yeah. I you Noise cancelling headphones. I, I hate cities noise cancelling headphones were really great because Good. the tube makes a lot of noise i did go on the new elizabeth line which is really quiet and oh, peaceful nice but the older tubes are akin to like nails going down a chalkboard and metal rubbing against metal at the same time on certain parts of the tube Delightful. Um, tube train so my noise cancelling headphones helped and i basically just read my book wherever i went i was reading my book if we were on the train I went out and I tried new food, lots of new food. Yes, I saw the veggie places. burger, vegan burger picture that looked good. Yeah, and we went out for tapas, which I'd never had before, which is lots of different, like lots of little bits of different foods. And Patatas bravas. But oh, it's got to be the best. I am it? quite a habitual person when it comes to food. Right. When I go out to my local pub for dinner with the family, I have the same thing every time. Yeah. Well,. And so, wrong with the same no, but thing. I liked it. I liked trying new stuff because there was no option to have the same thing because I was in a different place. Right, um, right. That but makes yeah. sense. So, and also last night I was teaching one of our choirs and I didn't go to bed till one o'clock because we got home late. So I am... Firing on half a cylinder. And a lot of coffee. <laughs> a lot of coffee. Well, how are you, about you, Robin? Have you been to London recently? I've never been to London, but... No, I, know. I only think I've been a I couple of times in my life. I think you'd like it. 
I, I want to go there someday. It'd be good for photography and such, mm. and just all sorts of opportunities and trying things and all that. There's a lot of people, but it's there's a lot of anonymity because you don't you don't know any of these people. Yeah. There might be like three million people in Nandrava, and there are, but you yeah. don't know them. Nobody's going to talk to you. Nobody's going to interact with you because thank goodness they can't be bothered to. It's not it's not <laughs> what they do in London. And it was I was so stressed. No, it was wonderful. Yeah. How many have you been to any big cities, Little Robin? I've I've been to oh what was it? I've been to Derbyshire. Oh, that's pretty big. Exeter, I suppose. I've been to uh, I went to Brighton. That was mm. a really good place. I, mm. I loved it in Brighton. Fantastic place there. Can imagine Brighton quite busy as well. Is that where that's from? Is it? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, learn something new every day. Mm. So we in the last uh, podcast like this, we finished up. I think we were talking about sensory processing um so we thought maybe as grace has just been to london and uh lots of heat going on at the moment with a bit more summer finally arriving our way that maybe we carry on for a little while talking a bit more about the sensory processing uh differences difficulties issues that autistic people may have i've set my timer for about 10 minutes we've got about nine of those left uh after our intro so yeah, and then we'll talk a bit about masking, because some autistic people do that. And then we'll see what the time is and whether we carry on. So, yeah, sensory stuff. Uh, before we started recording, or while we were waiting for me to press go, you said something about heat and temperature, Grace, and wearing jumpers and not wearing jumpers. I'm a very... Uh, I like my habits, and I love wearing jumpers. I have so many jumpers, I find them really comforting. Uh, and so I'm wearing a, a sweatshirt right now. And it's quite warm, but I I cannot wrap my head around the thought of taking it off because then I might be cold again, so I have to put it back on. It's just too much, so I'm just a bit too warm right now. Um, but, so you're kind of in it, but you sort of don't want to be in it. But, but I can't get my head yeah. around not being in it. Yeah, um, which is which is the case for a lot of autism stuff. Is like you might be in a really like in in the deeper sense a bad headspace, but being in a good headspace is really scary because you're so used to being in okay. a bad headspace. It's the same as. Uh, but also, I, again, with autism, uh, most autistic people can't regulate their body temperature very well. Mm. Mm. So I am very rarely at a, like where, where I would say I'm at a nice temperature. I'm always too hot or too cold. You can't quite find that settled middle ground. And I can't go from hot to cold. And I, and I also hate the sensory feeling of sweating. Okay, yeah. So the only exercise I do is swimming because you can feel that you're sweating if you're yeah. in a body of water. Not until you get out of the swimming pool and then you suddenly realise how warm you are. Yeah. But I can't, like I've tried running, I've tried um, gymnastics, rowing, uh, yeah. all sorts of different sports. I can't do it. Because of the whole... Makes me want to peel my skin off. What about you with that, Robin? Is that something you... Because I know you do a lot of your fitness stuff on the switch and you were showing yeah. me that ring fit thing that was horrendous i struggled a lot with that um but you obviously enjoy it but yeah is that something you struggle with a little I sweatiness like, I, you know, what weird things I, re- I really don't struggle with sweatiness at all it's actually something i quite like it, especially having like a cold shower after um yeah after yeah the, after sweating up a ton quite yeah. a, it, it can be a bit annoying because a cold shower I, i'm very hesitant to get into but i i do like them so it's a bit of a sort of it's the sh- a shock but a nice shock yes all oh, right okay i like that yeah i know at the gym they uh, used to one of the gyms i went to used to have a oh, what was the word of it plunge pool so you the idea was you used to go in the sauna so grace would hate this probably go in the sauna and get really sweaty <laughs> hate the sauna and then come out of the sauna and immediately jump in the freezing cold plunge pool uh yeah i i know that um a lot of people who uh exercise and work out they 
they they have cold they have cold showers and they cool down their body temperature because it causes the blood to flow faster and thus uh, speeds up muscle recovery. Yes, it's also yeah, good for anxiety. Cold showers, yeah, because oh, yeah. it shock it, it uh, sets off your fight flight response. Mm, okay, uh, I can't do the sauna or the steam room if I ever go to like a spa or a gym. Um, when I have panic attacks, I get very warm. Okay. So the minute I'm in a space where I'm too warm you and I feel have a panic attack. Yeah. Like the same happened when I, when we were wearing face masks, which is why okay. I had to be exempt. It's the warmth, especially around my mouth, breathing in hot air. Yeah. I mean, it, I wouldn't. I wasn't having a panic attack. Perfectly happy, breathing in hot air on the floor, rocking, crying, like. So what you're saying then is a panic attack can make you hot, but also heat can bring on a panic attack. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, try and avoid heat where you can. But then, like right now, you're a bit warm, but. But it's not. <laughs> It's not all-consuming. No, true, true. I see what you mean. And if yeah. I needed to go grab, I've got my water with me. If I if I was like really hot, I'd take off my jumper. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you feel like right now, although you're feeling slightly uncomfortable, you know there's an out. You can kind of you can get out. Whereas of that. in the height of summer, when it's hot and it's humid. Yeah, yeah. And you're already in like a vest and t- and, and shorts, and like you're in a cold, the coldest room in your house. Yeah, how many more clothes can you take off before it's inappropriate, etc. Yeah, and and yeah. like, there's only so much water and so many ice lollies you can see, can consume in a day without, like, I don't know, giving yourself diabetes. Although someone said to me that the way to cool, that one of the best ways to cool down is actually have a cup of tea. No. So in the sun, have a hot cup of tea. Just wrong. It promotes your body's cooling I, processes. I've heard that as well. I've also heard that just having a glass of milk helps cool you down because it's been in the fridge all day. Lactose intolerant, uh, that wouldn't uh, go down well. Yeah. Uh, almond <laughs> milk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, <laughs> almond milk. Almond milk. Do you, I mean, do you, you, you don't mind Robin sweating so much, but how you get on in the summer in the heat? I hate I hate the summer in the heat. I, I'm, I'm a weird case because I like the sun, but I hate the heat and I hate humidity especially. Yeah, humidity, yeah, okay. humidity destroys me. Mm-hmm. You don't, yeah. So it sort of makes you. How, how? In what way does it kind of destroy you? Make you feel horrible? What? I just feel sluggish. I feel heavy. It's makes me not want to do anything, and yet I want to do something. Yeah. So at the same time, I just you're uh, in that <laughs> mode. Of, I want to do this, but it's too hot to do something. And I'm, I'm switching between the two, so I'm just mm-hmm. constantly just stuck in this loop of, I want to do something, but I don't want to do something, but I want to do something, but I don't want to do something, so I'm just zoning out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so hot, yeah, hot and cold is a yeah massive thing. Like you said, if if you guys don't regulate your, if your body doesn't regulate the temperatures in the same way that perhaps mine does, although I'm, I don't like heat, I get easily very hot and i prefer to be cold but you know like when i'm in my office in the winter yeah it's not a warm room because it's an old dairy so the walls are like four foot thick but we i have a heater and i have blankets but i will still be cold yes and um same with like liam is always cold yeah true even and Teresa, even in the summer like i mean Teresa's not autistic she's just Teresa. she's reptilian yeah <laughs> she's reptilian <laughs> but did anyone know that i am i am if I'm like the other night I was in bed and it was cooler than it had been in a while and so I just had my summer duvet on and I was cold. Yeah. So I couldn't sleep because I was cold, but I was so close to sleep I couldn't get up and move to get a blanket so I could warm up. Right. And so, so yeah. I and it's those it's those like it's the getting stuck in the in betweeny bit of a task of a yeah. like with the I should take my jumper off, but then I might have to Sure put it back on and then whatever. I might leave it somewhere. Um the same I could get up and go and get a blanket but I might fall over because I'm clumsy and it's dark and I might have to take the blanket off again because I'll get too hot and then I'll feel horrible because I was too hot in bed and then you just don't bother and it's then the whole thing 
sounds like nothing is problems. easy with auto it's the executive function thing yeah it's sure. not a click like click a button and you do it it's code in each line of the task yeah yeah i remember watching a clip on a video once of um a lady saying that that for her to do something was a conscious thought process. So as opposed to someone who isn't autistic, who just moves their arm and I don't have to think about moving my arm. It just happens. She was saying, actually, I have to have the sort of go through the process of, right, I'm going to move my arm. It's more conscious yeah. thought than it is for perhaps someone who isn't autistic. I mean, that was her experience, not yeah, every no, autistic person's experience, but so it sounds a bit similar to that. Yeah, I actually have to tell myself to do something or mm -hmm. convince myself why I should do something. Okay, I should get out of bed because if I don't do it now, I'm going to be in here all day and nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that is... That I remember is you saying last time we did this, actually, you, you deliberately drink water... Uh, while you're doing things because it kind of ends up with you having to need to go to the loo so then you have to get up and move and go to the yeah. loo yes I'll, I'll i'll drink water like right before i need to go to the loo because it'll it'll just be like oh yep i definitely need to go now yeah <laughs> so <laughs> brings it one back. thing i found that andrew and i have talked about is so i'm not wearing it at the minute because uh my brain is burnt out so my body's not working so i have an allergic reaction to my watch which i've been wearing for like three weeks yeah but it's been fine but anyway my watch Reminds me every 30 minutes to drink water. Okay. And if I haven't moved for an hour, it'll just let me know that I should probably get up and move, mm. um, which is really useful um, if I'm sat and I'm hyper-focused on a book or my Switch games yeah. or um, the TV. Having that little buzz, and I'll check it, it might be have a drink order, but it might be the little guy doing the little stretches, and I'm like, oh, I should move. Just a reminder, time to move. Yeah, I like that. and that's quite useful for that because it's it's a visual and a sensory because of the vibration of the watch yeah. prompt that i need that it's i don't have to try and make myself do it because it's saying you should do this yeah which is a lot which works for me anyway yeah we all have our own like mechanisms in that way something that yeah. can just push us yeah 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 you're right, Robin. Uh, yeah, just yawn kind of hard. <laughs> just nice big okay. yawn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was well, really hay fever. Heat's tiring us out. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the hot and cold thing, I think, is uh, yeah something I've come across quite a lot in discussions with other autistic people. I remember I played tennis with a guy and he um, called Dave. Everyone's got a mate called Dave, but he... Um, in the you know, and most of the tennis season is in this time of year when it's yeah. hot and sunny, and he's running around on the tennis court in a woolly hat and a jumper. Huh. And I'm like, and I'm there in just shorts and a t shirt, still really boiling. And I'm like, how are you running around in short, uh, sorry, in a jumper and a woolly hat? I mean, he had shorts on. I, but yeah, I don't know how he was doing it. But I asked him, and he just said, oh, no, I don't notice it. Yeah, I, I find, depending on where I'm at, I won't notice the cold until mm. or or the heat depending on how what level of um like burnout i'm at what level of of um state of autism i'm at yeah will affect how how big of an impact it has on me and there's certain times where it's like i'm too hot too cold everything's too much i need to go lie in a dark room but it's too dark or whatever yeah and then sometimes i will be sat and it outside in the garden for like four and a half hours in the evening and my parents will come out and be like are you not cold no and they're like grace you've got goosebumps like yeah. you must be freezing it's freezing out here and uh, that's when i realize i'm cold 
but it depends. It fluctuates so much, and that's the thing that people don't often understand is my sensory resilience changes yeah. constantly. So some days you'll cope with stuff better than others. Is that something you find, Robin? That... Yeah, but like some, like generally, I'm, I don't really feel the cold all that much at all. But then there are times where I'm shivering, and yeah. it's just it's so strange because I'd be shivering when it's less cold. Mm. It's yeah. so strange. Yeah. But things like food, there's foods that I can happily eat on certain days. But if I'm having a bit of an autism day, I can't do it. But that doesn't mean that mm. that the food's different or the food's wrong because it's not. It's the same. Mm. It's just my, my my ability to cope with it has changed, and people often don't understand that. Yeah, that sort of flow of flow of need, isn't it? And, and if I, it yeah. was what I found in school a lot, and like with when I got my autism diagnosis, people said, "Oh, but you you cope so well." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, in the situations you've seen me in, yeah, not in the rest yeah. of my life, not in other parts." No, and I may cope. I may cope well now, but I might not cope. Yeah. in an hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, so that, yeah, that's interesting. It's something I you know I talk to schools a lot about when I go in, um, in a similar way, and they're sort of saying to me, "Oh, well, we did this, and this worked really well, but uh, now it doesn't seem to be working anymore, or it only worked on one day, but then not on the other." And I'm like, "Well, that's you know that's autism. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's not it's not a here is the approach. We have fixed everything. Move on with life. No. It's we found an approach that will work well perhaps today and maybe at other times, but not always every day. And other days you might need to bring in other approaches or strategies that that will will help because, you know, the one you thought had fixed it in inverted commas, that's not what happens with But autism, people want to find a quick fix and a cure rather than... Yeah, they do. It, 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 that doesn't exist. You need a lot of work. Um, yeah, Some people do. think it's medication. Medication helps, but it's not going to... It's not a cure. It's not going to make it go away. No. It's not I'm on medication. I, I'm still autistic. You are. I'm just a less anxious autistic person now. Yeah. It's helping. It's giving you that kind of coping mechanism. It's a way of coping yeah. as opposed to it's solved all the but, problems. And like one of my strategies might work in certain spaces and it won't work in others. And yeah. I'm sure it's the same for you, Robin. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and people seem to think that they're transferable and sometimes they're not. No. Really not that cut and dry. Mm-mm. I suppose different... Yeah, different environments. It sort of brings us on to uh, the next bit. We talked about masking. Or we could talk about masking, I think. Um, but sort of different environments mm-hmm. means that you either yourself just behave in a different way or you have a different behavior that you use in that environment or because of the way that environment feels, your body or brain reacts differently. You know, I'm, I mean, I know sort of in a simplistic way i have a different way i talk to you guys different way i talk to my wife different way i talk to my nan different way i talk to my parents you know i don't generally talk to people in the same way there are certain words i wouldn't repeat to you guys that i would for example say to my wife that's totally understandable yeah but it doesn't matter which environment i'm in with my wife those conversations can still happen um but whereas what you're saying, I think sort of linked with that is that if you saw me perhaps out of this environment, which I would, have, and I nearly fell over the shopping trolley. Yeah, you would feel, you know, you might feel differently towards me, and maybe not feel as comfortable because it's well, we're not at reach. Why? Why? You know, it's I don't know. Why are you in the supermarket? Yeah, why are you in the supermarket? And it's a sort of crazy thing to think, but yeah, why not? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's something to talk about maybe masking is part of it but maybe yeah yeah so talking about sort of how different environments perhaps affect you as an autistic 
person in, like you said, transferring those approaches or those strategies across, you know, calming in one environment. Yeah, no problem. But calming with that same strategy somewhere else. No. Yeah, maybe that's something to talk about now for the next 10 minutes or so. Okay. Um, I find, like you said, with different groups of people, there's in my head, there's slightly different personalities. Obviously, um, I'm not claiming to have a, uh, any of the like any personalities disorder or anything like that. But yeah. I, my friend group and I, um, my best friend has borderline personality disorder, and we both have what we call our little personas, which are are like just a childish version. Right. Yeah. It's not. It's not a different person. There's no like right. lapse of um, consciousness. It is just us, but. And we're still very much there. Right, yeah. But so when I'm with her, we're quite daft and we joke about, <laughs> but there's no, there's very little filter. And I can be, in my mind, it's my most, one of my more authentic autistic selves. Okay. So it's unfiltered. It's, oh my God, look at that cool thing. So happy. Like, the, ma- it's, the, ma- the mask has lifted. It's it's yeah. it's the opposite of masking, basically. Yeah, sure. But even when I'm with my family, I mask because I've got family members that are autistic, and so, uh, or just family members that I wouldn't like. I want to protect not, a part yeah, of protect part with. of myself from them, not mm-hmm. from them, but like you feel more comfortable yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. You and then, com- and then there's with like barrier up here. There's a very different persona. There's a much more professional because I work here now mm-hmm. I'm much yeah, more professional yeah. and depending if I'm working with Robin we'll have a joke but there's certain people that you don't do that with no. and yeah. you keep a very um, professional adaptable sort of, yeah and you have to be really adaptable yeah. and um, that takes time and masking takes a lot out of you because I did it, it a lot of school and I mask in a different way now it's more it's more conversationally and socially okay. rather than my entire personality <laughs> Right. Um, so so you mask in parts as opposed to yeah. permanently. Yeah. It's it's more sort of being a grown up. Okay. Because I feel like most adults, neurotypical or autistic, like they're a bit daft. They're a bit silly. They want yeah. they, they want to be jumping in puddles and blowing bubbles. Yeah. They just don't yeah, because do they're adults and that's the social expectation. Yes. Whereas, um, well, I'm with Chloe. We do stupid stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And why not? Like we went to the supermarket the other day at ten o'clock at night to get desserts because we were watching Master Chef and they made really good puddings. So we went and got like fifteen pounds worth of puddings. Fair enough. Totally but, reasonable. But it, no, that's worry. <laughs> that's the worrying thing when you give an ad an, an a person who is mentally at that point in their in their day a child money. Uh huh. Yeah. To just buy sweets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see but that. Yeah. masking takes a lot out of you, and so ha- for me, having that time with Chloe and with my friend group to unmask and be see little grace yeah. it is recuperation it's mm, massively it beneficial um, and since she moved to london it's been really weird trying to do that without her here sure but sure. masking people often talk about it as a huge negative i think it should be seen as a tool because sometimes it's necessary yeah to protect yeah. yourself sure from Absolutely. the world yeah because there are some people who you just know i'm going to like they're not going to react the same as your closer people sure. to your autistic behaviors, your differences, your quirks, your mm-hmm. just you. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's what yeah. In general, what we're all kind of looking for in life, isn't it? The the people or person. There might only be one that you can genuinely just be yourself with, and you don't have to put up any 
mask or barrier. You can just be you because actually you need to be that because otherwise, yeah, it's, it must be exhausting. I mean, I know other people have said to me that they mask or use certain behaviors in certain situations, but then they're just, you know, that's the end of them for the day. Yeah. They go home and they're like, right, I need to go to sleep or, you know, I need to zone out in a thing I like to do, but actually the productivity or the functionality is gone because I've worn out from masking all day. So I guess that's, you know, I can tell you right now that's going to happen when I get home because we've had the training and obviously yeah. I'm still very much, I'm still my authentic autistic self because, you know, power to the autism and all that. But Absolutely. Um, and here is a place you can do that. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Um, at definitely. least a lot more, for, well, yeah, definitely, but when you're working yeah you have to it's like different oh yeah but yes. um, it's a work way and that you have to have so, the mental block of like biting your tongue um mm. but the, toleration of others yeah okay i get you yeah um but like today has been a lot and the last few weeks have been a lot i haven't really stopped for the last few weeks we had the yeah. open day and then i did loads of stuff in the holidays and um work outside of here yeah and uh ma i can tell you that when i get home i'll probably be in a ball watching the Simpsons under a weighted blanket mm. because I have been pretty un- well not unkind I just haven't been kind to myself in that I keep saying I'll have a day of autism day and I won't go anywhere and I won't do anything and I won't see anyone Yeah, and I'll eat beige foods and yeah. I'll watch only things I want to watch I will play Animal Crossing I will not move <laughs> from my favourite sofa Yeah, and then I keep on those days I'll be like oh, I need to pop to the shops yeah. I don't really need to but I want like I don't know biscuits so then so, I need yeah. to pop this, and then I don't do that, and then I'm like, well, I've already been out once, I might as well go out again because this person wanted to have a catch up, and then the next day I'm like, that was stupid. Yeah, so you, that's about being a bit stricter with yourself, but it's good that you've got that self reflection, even though maybe you're not always carrying the calming, settling bit through. You've got the reflection to know that I'm going to need this, uh, going to need this time, and I, I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's, it must be. Well, obviously, it is more tiring for you to be, like you say, something that you're not. I mean, I don't, Robin, I don't know how much this sort of is relevant to you and how much you matter. I feel like, I don't know, because I only know you in here, but I feel like you you do let some, you don't seem to have as much of a, a mask up. You'll quite often say things to me that perhaps you wouldn't repeat to other people. Maybe that's just because it's me and you know that I don't care, but <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you find this is something you do? I do mask more often than I might let on. Okay, that's interesting. I, I mean, uh, a lot, there are some things I can't completely mask. Like, I do just randomly say things sometimes. That just happens. It's a thing. Agreed, you do do that. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I, I I do mask a fair bit. I do get, like, just... I do hide things, and I do find myself just, like, keeping to myself in a lot of ways. Like, especially when talking to new people, because it's always so hard to, like, just open up to a new person. Sure. And I always, have to, I always have to try to be like, okay... I gotta be professional. I gotta be reasonable. I can't just, I don't know, gush when I want to say. An info I, dump on them. Yeah. 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 Can't just suddenly start. Telling I can only them do memes. that with my besties. That's a yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, that's a learning so. thing though, because yes, I struggled with that for ages. Like when I was first here, I was like, I have to be friends with everyone, best friends with everyone. Everyone has to like me, and mm-hmm. I realised that actually, no. Because no, you're not always no. going to be friends with everyone. Not everyone's always going to like you. Not, you're not going to always like everyone. No. And and this is now my workplace, and so I have and I have a social life outside of here. Yes. Um, yeah. And that has taught me a lot. My friend again, Chloe, um, 
when I first met her, I was like, I'm autistic. And usually people are like, oh, that's, that's a shame. Or how are you finding that? Are you really struggling? That's a shame. No, they do. Oh, um, one lady told me what a waste. And that made me laugh. Oh, my God. Um, but but Chloe's, Chloe's reaction was, she sort of stared at me for a second and she went, that is incredible. Tell me everything. It's so cool. And I was Whoa. just like, yeah, nice. You're weird. I like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we've been inseparable ever since. But because she understands it to a degree, because her BPD is quite similar to autism, she, they'll, I'll do stuff out when we're out with friends. She's like, Grace, that's a bit of a weird thing to do. Maybe just keep an eye on that. And then, and but because she knows that I'd rather she tells me than I look silly. Yeah, you like honesty. Um, and so she does that. And and uh, I was, we were out with another group of friends. One one of them doesn't know our relationship. And she was like. Chloe, that's really mean. I'm like, no, it's really not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly it might sound helpful. it, but it's actually really helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you, do you think, Robin, that this is, that some of the masking that you do is, this might get a bit heavy now, but is it, do you think it's because of the way that you worry that society put, like thinks of you or portrays autism as a whole thing? Do you think that's part of it? That you're kind of like, we can't just be, how we are as an autistic person because we you know otherwise we're going to be seen as weird or yeah do you think I, it's something to do with that i don't know I, th- I think it would be yeah, absolutely like there's a ton of things i'd love to just do and if it were just socially acceptable and normal but there's also tons of things that's just like uh, no i don't mean anything illegal <laughs> yeah okay good <laughs> but, I mean, i'm glad you clarified that <laughs> but i mean um there are plenty of cases where it's just i don't fully feel i guess that open in society if that makes sense mm. yeah no it does yeah no i i i, I wondered that because you know it's something that comes up in conversation with other people quite a lot mm. um, although i think that's something that's changing now with the the um digital revolution yes yeah um sure. like i've you two will have will know my insane dungarees that i have they're amazing those the specific brand lucy and yak are well renowned in other dungarees are available. Other dungarees are available other places, obviously. But, but <laughs> I see them worn by a lot of autistic people, and I was like, well, they must like them. So I bought a pet. Best thing I ever bought. <laughs> They're really comfy. Love them to pieces. But I saw this print, and I was going to buy it. And I, my first thought was, I'll look really autistic in that. So I bought it. Because yeah. I am really autistic. So who cares if I look really autistic? Because I am. Um, and that was a big change for me. And now I, I'm, uh, I'm a bit more like, well, I like it. So I think there is a shift, a slight shift in sort of, you know, you're you're autistic, kind of who cares in a different way than it was five, ten years ago, where, like you say, I think it was seen and portrayed in the media in a certain way every single time. It's like mm-hmm. every time an autistic person was on the telly, it was Rain Man, you know, yeah. as in the way Dustin Hoffman is in that film. Because there was uh, that. And that's the only kind of. Portrayal, sorry, go on, Grace. Cricketer's, is it Cricketer's wife or rugby player's wife, Christine McGuinness? Oh, you mean Paddy McGuinness. Paddy McGuinness. His wife is autistic. Yes. Um, and I was talking to, I talked to Teresa and Mary and Sandra about that. And they said that um, that they, I'm quite similar to her. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. Yeah. But having someone who is a successful woman, because you see a lot, there's a lot of men with autism in, in technology and stuff. So... Yeah, sure. Like, I think the guy invented Facebook's autistic. The guy who made Pokemon is autistic. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. That's the suggestion, um, yeah. And Richard Branson's dyslexic. Like, but yeah, you, don't, you yeah. see less women, especially with autism. And you've yeah. got a successful woman who's married with kids. Yeah. Living a happy life. Yeah. And it's that was really incredible for me because mm. I never had that example. You have, like, 
TV shows with Sheldon Cooper, and he's this crazy physicist, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was never a, there was his wife in the show was kind yeah. of a bit quirky. Sure. But having someone who is a real human being, who is autistic and a woman, and is happy where she's at in her life, and has a life similar to the one I would like one day, maybe not married mm. to some crazy sporty person. I hate sports, and I wouldn't <laughs> want to be rich and famous, like famous. But um, seeing someone just happy yeah and yeah. like married and a mum and working that's it i think it's that role model thing isn't it if, if you only ever see you know being myself a neurotypical bloke who wanted to play rugby i looked up to other rugby players so they were all there and there was no reason why i couldn't think oh i could be a rugby player as good as them mm-hmm. and i suppose you know had i have had something you know diagnosed like autism or adhd i would have been looking for people in the media or role models that were successful because otherwise you know my nan i mean my nan is is 98 so her question comes from you know a very a sort of older state of life and she oh you know will the you know talking about me working here and saying oh will these people will any of them go on to get proper jobs and you're like well of course they will why are you asking that question so and to me it was a really weird question but for her obviously yeah thinking about the generation no, my she's nan's through, my nan that's not such a weird question because for her, the stigma and the attitude has has shifted over the years, hasn't it? You know. Yeah. Uh, Robin, last sort of word on this before we wrap up. Um, Anything else? <laughs> Put you on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Um, yeah, I suppose it's just it, it is weird to like be autistic in public and stuff, and it's very easy to like be afraid of being seen as autistic in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just it's I'm definitely masking a lot of the time so that's where for you that masking comes in and a kind of protect protect yourself from what others may may think of you in that moment kind it's, of but it's also at the same time I don't want people to treat me differently sure at the same time I don't want people to treat like okay you're autistic I have to adapt to you no please be yourself as well please be yourself <laughs> yeah, as well yeah okay yeah so yes don't suddenly change you, you yeah how you're reacting to me because yeah I see what you mean yeah yeah no absolutely but the moment you find that space where you can do that yes it's great. It's amazing. It's really great. Just it's being un, unabashedly, unhingedly autistic. Unhinged. <laughs> un, uh, what is the word? Unrestrained. That's the word. Thank you. That's a good word. Mashed potato brain. Mashed potato brain. On that note, we will say uh, thanks for listening. Hope you found it useful. Grace, anything to say before you go? Other than just bye? Um, bye fundungarees. Bye fundungarees. That sounds like a person from Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> anything you want to say other than just cheerio, bye? Um, Merry Christmas. Oh, uh, early Merry Christmas from Robin as we're recording this in July. Say bye, Robin. Bye, Robin. Say bye, Grace. Bye, Grace. Okay, bye <laughs> from me, Andrew. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Reach Project Southwest CIC Postca- Postcast Podcast. Bye.